today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. It was uh, late September last year that uh, that a Hamilton man was shot and killed by Hamilton police uh, on James Street on a Friday night uh, in downtown Hamilton. Uh, during the ensuing 10 months, of course, the SIU, Special Investigations Unit, was supposed to have released a report on that. They have not yet, much to the concern of the family, much to the concern of the officer involved in this as well, and the community at large. So what is happening? Why the delays with SIU? Who are these people? And uh, why are they not doing things in an in a expedient manner, especially since, remember, a couple of months ago, the Ontario government announced uh, plans to actually speed up this whole process. Well, it doesn't seem to be happening. Joining us to talk about all of this is Ross McLean, crime specialist, security expert. Of course, he's a for- former Toronto police officer. Uh, the website, rossmcleansecurity.com, uh, always has some great links on there. Ross, good to have you on the program. How are you today? Good to be with you, Bill. And I'm glad you're pointing out that there's uh, definitely two sides to this story. There are no winners uh, when police are involved in a shooting with a loss of life. It affects the family of the person who was killed, obviously. Whether the shooting was justified or not, it's going to affect the family. And it affects officers' lives, too. Their lives are never the same after being involved in this. So it is something that needs to be resolved and and be resolved as expediously as possible. Let me maybe start at square one with this, Ross, because I'm not sure sure a lot of people even uh, have an understanding about what this agency is, the SIU. Who are they, what are these people, and, and, and what is their mandate? Well, it's a special investigations unit that was established to be an independent investigator of uh, uses of force by police. That's uh, serious injuries, shootings, or as a result of a sexual assault. Uh, They're put in place to do these investigations. It's been around a while after uh, uh, police shootings from well over uh, a decade, pardon me, a decade ago. They've been there to do it, to try and answer the problems that the public has in dealing with trust with the police and how shootings are dealt with. But as we see, what happens is it's kind of ended up with a legislation that doesn't make anybody happy. It doesn't seem to answer anybody's questions. It tries to be, I think, a a little bit of something to everybody. And as a result, it seems like we're not really getting to solving the problem. The accusation, and I know you've heard this, Ross, a number of times, uh, not just with this particular case, but the ones in Toronto and, and in other communities around the province as well, is that this is just a whitewash, that these guys actually work in cahoots with the, the police forces, and, and it's really just a cover-up operation. I'd like to get your comment on that, if, as somebody who's been on, on that side of the issue and, of course, now in the broad, much broader sense of law enforcement. Yeah, well, as I say, it's been an evolving animal as it's developed, the SIU, and there's certainly a belief about that. And I think one of the reasons that that comes out is because you see that police forces, the police officers, uh, the SIU, they're really limited in what they're allowed to say. So they end up saying next to nothing and putting no information out, which creates a vacuum that media will pick up, and there's more than enough people uh, who are willing to say just about anything uh, that will get picked up in the media that will throw a suspicion on the case. Like, as an example, in this case with the Mr. Divers, who was killed here, uh, I'm seeing reports that people are saying, oh, he wasn't armed, he didn't have a weapon. But we don't know that. We don't know that. There is witnesses who say, I didn't see him waving a gun. But waving a gun is not the same as whether or not knowing you're someone is armed or not. So there's a totality of circumstances that gets left in a vacuum for the public to try and understand. And it's very hard to understand use of force without a, without a good explanation about the different threats that police face. Because trust me, I know having been there, the public doesn't understand 
uh, the threats that police face. And what the police see is not the same thing as what the public sees. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.